With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. BlogTalkRadio.com. Word of Life is based on John 10.10, where Jesus said, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetta, coming to you from Gladwin, and my co-host Ella is here, coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to WordAlive612 at gmail.com. And that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at WordAliveNow. You can listen to us 24-7 here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash WordAlive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast WordAlive at uh, iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and have them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word of Life is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646 646- Three seven eight zero five three eight, and if you are online listening, uh, scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room. God bless and enjoy. Well, hello. This is Renetter, one of the co-hosts here at Word Alive, and I am joined by uh, our other co-host Ella. How are you, Ella? I am just wonderful tonight. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great too. Thank the Lord. Well, today is July 25th, 2015, and we are so glad for you who have joined in with us tonight. Well, tonight, Ella, we're going to try to finish up our series we've been doing, Perception Formed by Influences. And so we've been talking about how uh, the things that have happened in our lives, the things that have help formed our memories and you know formed our memory bank that we draw from help um uh solidify our, our emotional um 
structure and our, our makeup has all been um, the things that have influenced our life or the experiences that we have had in life have helped form our perception. All of those things that have happened to us are the reason why we see things the way we see them, we hear things the way we we hear them. So, like, me and Ella can be in the same room, and we can hear someone uh, give, like, a brief speech, and we will have two different interpretations of what they said because we come from two different backgrounds and different things have happened in our life to perform the way we heard that person and the way we perceived what they said. So it helps it helps uh, determine how we receive and interpret information that we receive from people and from the circumstances that are taking place around us. We found this out in, the, in some of our previous lessons. And uh, last week we talked about how um, uh, the what is in a man's, uh, what forms the treasure of a man's heart is what is going to come out of that man. If he have good treasure in his heart, good is going to come out. If he have evil in his heart, evil is going to come out. And you you cannot speak something that's not in you. Uh, you you know what's in you is going to eventually come out of you. Sometimes we can put on a really good show and try to make somebody think we're a certain way because we want them to perceive us that way. But eventually, you spend enough time around them, they're going to find out who the who the real you are. We also found out last week that God shined in our heart knowledge of his son, Jesus Christ. And we found out that it takes about 30 days to form a new habit. And if you want to change a habit that you have and put a new one in its place, change is a process. It takes time and it takes effort on your part for true change to take place. So this week, uh, we hopefully we're going to uh, bring this to a closure, and we want to talk about how, uh, what can we do to influence, to uh, intentionally influence our perception, to intentionally um, determine how we take information in and how we process it. And God knew that, you know, a lot of things was going to happen in our life and that was going to have a lot of an impact on us. And God knows that uh, what we allow to take root in our heart forms how we do everything. I mean, that's the seat from which everything that comes out of us comes out of us, from whatever we have allowed to take root, whatever has been allowed to take root in our hearts. So God has a remedy for how we can influence our own perception intentionally. So um, when we look at the Word of God, we realize that God knew uh, what we would be going through, and he has a remedy. And I believe this will work for addicts coming out of addiction to drugs, alcohol, women coming out of prostitution, addicted to the abusive cycle. They were brainwashed to live women coming out of homes with abusive husbands and vice versa, Uh, children who have lived for years in abusive homes, they have been taught a way of life. Regardless of how uncomfortable we who are on the outside looking in may think their situation is, they have gotten used to living it. It has become their life. 
So even though someone may live in an abusive situation, the life they have lived and the experiences they have had have taught them how to live that lifestyle. So what is the remedy? We've got to get to the heart where all influences either can be halted and thrown away or embraced and taken in. And so uh, the greatest remedy that God has is you choose what to take into your heart and what to embrace in your heart. We can actually choose what would take root in our heart. We can choose what to allow to grow and produce in our heart. So that means, based on what I said, uh, the, uh, the scripture that I read last week about uh, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringing forth good things, or an evil man out of the evil things in his heart bring forth evil, we choose whether we're going to bring forth good or bring forth evil by determining what we embrace and allow to take root in our heart. So mm-hmm. let's see if we can find some scripture to back this up. Let's go to Philippians 4, verses 6 through 8. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, I want you to underline everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, underline thanksgiving because it's very important, let your request be made known unto God. It didn't say let your request be made known unto your friend because a lot of times when we're facing situations, we go to somebody we have confidence in. We go to our friends. Or some people go to the pastors of their church. Some people go to their parents. It says, in the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, so after we've done all of this, after all this have taken place, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, Think on these things. So now, this this scripture right here is telling us is a key to how to choose what's going to penetrate our heart. First, in everything that to me that means every situation, every circumstance, every issue, every problem. And even everything that we think is perfectly well, we are supposed to, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make sure you add thanksgiving to it. Let your request be made known unto who? Unto God. So that means anything that you are concerned about, anything, take it to God with thanksgiving by prayer. And prayer is just, Uh, how we communicate back and forth to God. Make your concern known unto God. And then it says, in the peace of God, 
which passeth all understanding shall keep your heart. So if we take it to God, God's going to keep your heart. So the key is whatever concerns you, it says be careful for nothing. So, so that means don't even give it a second thought. Just give it to God first. And if we give it to God first with thanksgiving, it says he's going to keep our hearts. It says his peace, which passes all understanding, shall keep our hearts. So one of our biggest problems is, we deal with a lot of problems, a lot of struggles, a lot of issues. We Most of the time we try to deal with it on our own. We try to solve our own problems. So we spend a lot of time pondering things and meditating on things that we haven't even ran by God first. And then our, our second problem we have is a lot of our issues, a lot of our concerns, a lot of our problems and situations, we deal with, with other people and not God. Sometimes we never even consider God in the situation. And then sometimes we go to God after we done went through everybody else and tried everybody else's suggestions first. And then we go to God as a last resource. As our last, you know, okay, let me try God. Everything else didn't work. <laughs> okay? But if we would take these things to God with thanksgiving, we make oh. our requests known unto him about all of our issues, it says that his peace, that passive all understanding, is going to keep our hearts in our mind. And our mind is where we think, is where we grab a thought. And then as you meditate upon it and meditate upon it, you begin to embrace it, and then it has roots to settle in our heart. It said it will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then after all of that, it says, finally, now, after the peace of God, keep your heart and your mind through Jesus, your Savior, the reason why we can go to God in the first place. After all of that takes place, it tells you how to think. You think Mm -hmm. on things that are true, that are honest, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely that are of a good report, and that have goodness in them, virtue. And if there be any praise, these are the things we think on. So I can sit in my yard and look at a beautiful butterfly flying and look up and say, wow, how lovely is that? And I can think about that. You know why? It's not going to sow any uh, evil in my heart if I think about something like that. Or look up at the clouds and just think, man, look at the beauty that God created. And those things are not going to penetrate any negativity into my spirit. And then let's take a look at Psalms 19 and 14. Let the words of my mouth, and this is a, 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 a request I'm making to God. Let the words of my mouth. And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength, my strength and my redeemer. And so now, not only am I making a conscious choice what to think about, I'm also asking God to help me think about the right things. Lord, you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. 
So I'm asking God, you help me to choose the acceptable thing to think about, to meditate upon. And I'm acknowledging you as my strength and my redeemer. I'm not acknowledging my friends or my pastors as my strength and my redeemer, but you. And I'm not saying God don't use people to help us. He does. I'm just saying this is the plan of God for us. <laughs> okay, now let's take a look at, um, uh, let me see. Ella, did you want to share uh, your thoughts on how, um, you know, God works and sometimes we are just in the way or we're just not open enough to to allow what he's doing to take root in us or to even receive it? Amen. What I have experienced, and uh, I was sharing with uh, Sister Renetta that our emotion is the greatest telltale sign that we're off track. <laughs> Amen. Uh huh. You know, we can just know that we're right, and but yet our emotions, there is that. One monitor, meter, measuring stick that first thing, love thy neighbor as thyself. And even though that our neighbor has offended us and have done wrong to us, uh, our emotions are upset. They're the telltale signs. These are the things that that we can always know that we need to go to God. We need to allow him. And, and once we try this and, it, and we see the results of automatically going to God, uh-huh. because our emotions tell us, and we're able to really instantly, okay, all right, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to let that alone, and I'm going to do what the Scripture says with thanksgiving. To be able to love God and thank, be thankful, Lord. God, I thank you because... I know that you're going to help me through this. Help me understand this. Amen. Amen. That Thanksgiving is a huge part of the success Amen. of having godly outcome. That Thanksgiving and giving glory to God instead of honoring our laws, our hurt, our ideal, our rightness, we look to God. And in that, oh, God, oh, my God, we begin to see how we did not love my neighbor as myself. And because we, we, that doesn't mean that we want, 
want to be a whipping boy, but it means that there is an opportunity to grow and the kingdom of God to grow because if we can grow, then we can go to our neighbor and say, maybe I offended you in some way. If I did, please, let's talk about this. And we're growing the kingdom of God. We're growing the love of God in the earth, not only in our souls, but in our neighbors, in our loved ones, even in our church brethren. But it starts with that emotion. There's that feeling that we get of unease, of dis-ease. And when we begin to follow that, that feeling and recognize that it, it is separator from the love of God, that loving God, loving God, loving our neighbor, being honest, being righteous, being truthful, because that emotion, it triggers it. You cannot deny that emotion. That's the telltale sign. And I tell you, it was an awesome opportunity when God showed me and taught me that. And tonight, as Sister Renetta is saying, we can go to God and God can fix it. He can turn things around. He can put light on our dark places that we don't understand. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to fix things. But having, recognizing our emotions about things, that's the quickest way. To nip that thing in the bud, I go straight to the source. God, what is it? Help me, show me, teach me. Because I love you, God. And you are my source. You know. So as we we learn to get our, be, use our emotions, they take us right to the heart of God Himself. Hallelujah. Mm. That's so awesome. It's yes, and, and and that's that's in everything. Even yeah. if it's your emotion, in your emotion, by prayer and supplication, make your request and in Thanksgiving, make your request known to God. Don't let the emotion tell you how to live your life. And so yeah. many times, especially women. We let the emotion dictate everything that we do. And because of our past experiences, we have become so comfortable living from the seat of our emotion. Some women love chaos. Some women love drama. They just love drama. It's like they don't even feel normal if there's no drama going on in their lives. Why? Because every the things that have influenced them up to their, this point in their life, have caused their perceptions to be formed to tell them that I love drama. And when I see a place where drama may erupt, I gravitate to it. I feed off of it. But if we were to learn to do what Ella said and ask God, where is this emotion coming from? What is this all about? And allow God to direct you to that place of wholeness. Allow the peace of God to keep your heart. 
instead of let that over that emotion overwhelm your heart and cause you to not even be able to allow God you don't, to not even allow the peace to take over and you just live in that chaotic place but but let's look at Proverbs 3 and 5 it says trust in the Lord with all thine heart so God has instructions in the Bible how to deal with our heart Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, not the part of it, not a part that you made up in your mind. I think I can trust God with this this much of my heart, but I need that part of my heart for this, this, and this. No, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and stop leaning to your own understanding. Stop letting your emotions dictate what you're supposed to do next. Based on, well, last year, he did this, and when he did that, that happened. You cannot live your life based on what happened yesterday. You have to live your life out of the will and the purpose of God. And the only way to do that is you're going to have to take your issues to God. Yeah. And you're going to have to change your process of thinking and think upon the things that God directs you to think on. Because if you keep thinking about what he did last year, you will never get out of last year and you will live there forever. And, um, oh, my goodness, the time is flying. So let me, okay, let's go on. Let's go to uh, now. So this next scripture gives you a picture of, of what the honest and pure and lovely things are. Uh, Psalms 19, 7 through 14. I'm going to read this pretty quick because we're getting close to the end. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey in the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse, cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgressions. Let the words of my mouth, again back to that scripture, and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And so the source of knowing what is this good thing, honest, pure, just thing that I'm supposed to think about still comes from the word of God, the law of God. What does God say? Now let's keep moving. Proverbs 2 uh, 2 through 12, so that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply yes. thine heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest, criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou yes. seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth. Wow. Wow. 
cometh knowledge and understanding. He lays up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the path of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, Discretion shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee to deliver thee from the way of the evil, from the man that speaketh forward things. So to sum it up, your perception formed by what is influencing you Making your perception your life, which means what you allow to dictate your meditations, it forms how you choose to live your life because we live our life based on what's in us. And what you let in is what is performing your perception. And it's how you make your choices in life. When I go to the store and I shop for a dress, I shop for a dress based on some type of memory of already formed to tell me what I like and what I dislike. And so when I see a dress that connects to something in me already, that's what I'm going to buy. That's what I'm going to choose. That's how we make all of our choices in life. They connect with something already inside of us. So what I'm saying to you now is you choose. What's inside of you? You choose what to take in. You choose what to meditate upon. You choose what to think upon. You choose what to draw your wisdom from, what to draw your understanding from. It's your choice. If you are an adult, it's not your mother's choice. It's not your husband's choice. It's not your boyfriend's choice. It's not your friend's choice. It's not even your pastor's choice. It's your choice. God gave us all a will. We choose what influences us, which means we choose what we're going to, uh, the choices that we're going to make in life. We choose what is going to influence us. Therefore, we choose what life we're going to live. Out of the abundance of your heart, you will speak. Out of the abundance of your heart, you will determine how to see and how to make decisions and how to live your life. How you see, how you think becomes where you live. I hope that this word has blessed you, has opened your understanding, and I hope that you are very meticulous about what you allow in your space, what you allow in your heart, because it's not eating pork that defiles you. It's not smoking a cigarette that defiles you. It's what comes out of you that defiles you. What comes out of you comes out by what you speak, 
mostly, and the choices that you make is coming out of you to choose what you will and what you won't do. So just as meticulous as we can be about some really petty things in life. Oh, I'm not going to let you speak to me like that. Who do you think you are? You be that meticulous about what you allow to enter your eye gates and your ear gates. Well, Ella, you can finish this up and then you can take us out. Loving God is the most powerful thing, brings us quickly to those places where we can let go and let God. Loving him with all of our heart, with all of our might, with all of our soul. And I pray tonight, Father God, we pray in the name and the power and the authority of Jesus Christ that we give, make room for that Wonderful, wonderful, life-driving, life-growing place in our hearts that we can love you like we never, ever even imagined that a human being can love the eternal God. Father, take your place in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds, and in our emotions that we, God, can be recipients of the wonderful plan that you have, creation for us before we were even conceived. And I know it's your heart, Lord, and I pray that every mind, every heart, and every ear, every listener will ask you, how do I do this, Lord? How do I love you to that extent that you are able, God, to turn me in the midst of my calamity. Take charge of my life, Lord. Hold me in your arms and keep me ever trusting in you. In the name of Jesus Christ and the eternal God and the Holy Spirit that leads and guides and is our keeper, command this word to be life, eternal life, in every heart and mind that is that is able to receive it in Jesus' wonderful name. God night. night. God bless y'all. See you next Saturday at 11 o'clock. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.